Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Wander and Muse. I'm your host, Heather Wolfer, and this podcast was created for creatives to share their story, projects, philosophies. And today's creative is Vanessa Wingera, and she is an amazing photographer. Go ahead and head over to either on Instagram, Vanessa W-I-N-G-E-R-A-T-H, or over to our website at wildrosewomanphotography.com so you can see what we're talking about as we get started. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, Heather. It's so nice to have you here. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah. So I was looking at your photography. Amazing. I mean, it has this richness and rawness and vulnerability mm. and strength, and it's just everything combined that is good. Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And so I want to hear a little bit more about how you even got to this point. So go ahead and mm, <laughs> tell yes. us your story. I was a doula oh, okay. for several years after I had my second kid. Uh-huh. And I, and I think it was actually when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. that I, you know, like, it was bumpy. Like I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go to my client's births in the hospital. Definitely. And like the rug went out from under me kind of like, well, what am I doing? What, what am What's I doing? Next? Well, yeah, yeah. What, like, what is this? So I decided to become a birth photographer. Mm-hmm. In addition to being a doula, I love learning. You know, I was just like, oh, I'm going to just, I'm going to take this on. Mm-hmm. And I really had never, I didn't know anything about photography at that oh, point. Oh, really? Oh, I was just okay. like, I'm already there in the room at these births. Like, I should be taking photos. So I took, you know, I like did a little bit of research. I did like a little online course, mm-hmm. really not much. And then I just spent a bunch of money on a camera and lenses uh-huh. and stuff. Sometimes you have to be. Yeah, that. like I yeah. just like went all in. Good for you. And I started photographing the births that I was like already being invited to mm-hmm. as a as a doula. From there, I kind of decided that I didn't want to attend births in the system anymore. I still attend births sometimes, but only births outside the system. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to photograph like a lot more than mm-hmm. just birth. So I started doing maternity photo shoots right. and postpartum photo shoots. And then I was like, wait a minute, like this is for all women. Like this right. needs to be like, and then, yeah, I came, the, you know, the inspiration of wild woman photography came to me. And I started doing that actually at a retreat that I hosted. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of how it started. Yeah. yeah. And that's just how life is sometimes. It's just you have this idea. Maybe you're already kind of going in this direction. But then you're like, okay, there's still something else. What yes. else is that? So it takes a little time to figure it out. And I'm very familiar with doulas. My oldest sister was a doula, oh. and I use doulas for both my oh, cool. births. But just for people who don't know, just explain what a doula is, since you've mentioned sure. that a couple times. Sure, yeah. A doula is a, a non-medical birth attendant who you hire to, to be at your birth. Exactly. Um, in addition to whatever other, like, you know, medical uh, providers that you have. Mm-hmm. Or midwife. Or yeah, something. midwife mm-hmm. or an OB. And now I call myself a birth keeper, actually. Mm, okay. Um, but Tell but, me yeah. about that. So, yeah, I call myself a birth keeper now because I don't 
Um, I don't really work in the doula model anymore. Gotcha. I don't like work as like, you know, someone who is present at, in a setting with lots of other medical professionals. Gotcha. I, I attend births now, only, only births, only three births at home where there's no medical professionals. Gotcha. I believe it was on your about page, mm -hmm. one of your blogs, something like that. You, there's a quote from you that said, I take photographs so we can see and be moved by the female experience of bleeding, birth, death, and rebirth. So expand on that. Because I read that. I was like, well, let me read that again. Ooh, so I, talk about that because yeah, that's pretty did powerful. Did I say that? I don't even remember that. <laughs> I thought it was pretty powerful. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, I had my first child almost 11 years ago now. Okay. And yeah, I feel like stepping into the role of mother was a rite of passage for me. The way it is really for everyone. Sure. But it, it, it really changed me in so many ways. Okay. And it really unleashed like this creative side Ooh. that whereas before, like I didn't really, I didn't really like give time and space for my creative efforts okay. in life before I had my first child. And I was just so like, I was so empowered by my first, second, and third birth, and then like all the births I attended as a doula. Right. Um, that, and then I started to realize that like, wait, like, yeah, birth is a rite of passage, but also like we have other rites of passage, like sure. our first bleed. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, as girls, like that's not really honored. That's something that's more like sh shamed. Oh. Um, and then there's, you know, of course there's menopause and there's, <laughs> you know, there's like, you know, when your children are out of the house and you mm -hmm. like claim more time and space for yourself, there are right. like these moments in a woman's life that are really like marked by the power of her body mm. and our connection to the earth. Right. And I feel like that's something that's just, it's so natural and raw and it's just like right there for us all the time. Right. But we don't, in our culture, we're not encouraged to live in that place. Uh-huh, that's true. So I feel like my photos are, are that's what they're showing. Mm -hmm. They're showing like we are wild creatures. Right. And we are powerful. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. You remind me of the book, The Red Tent. Oh, I feel gosh, that I everyone that should read The Red Tent. Oh, yes, I read because, it for the first time yeah. when I was 16 and then reread it again recently. Yes, it's so good. And that's interesting, too. I like that idea of reading it as a teenager and then reading it later in life yeah. as a woman because your perspective is going to shift a little bit, yes, too. So absolutely. That's, yeah, that's very cool. Definitely. And also on your website, I mean, I want to mostly talk about your photography because it's, it's so amazing, but I'm seeing these other things that you're into that I want to give you a, an opportunity to share these as well, like the Shakti Yoga. Mm. Talk a little bit about that. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. yeah. So Shakti Yoga was created by my teacher, Jasmine Rose, who's in Australia. Mm. And it is um, yoga for the female body. It is oh, yoga, okay. womb-based yoga. Mm. Um, so it's, it's, it's really different from like conventional, like asana that okay. we go to a yoga studio yep, and do. Yep. Uh -huh. We do, we do shaking, we do free organic movement, oh. we do spiraling around the womb. And it's, it's a practice that can really get you into an altered state Ooh. and it really connects you with goddess, with the feminine, with, right. with the power that lives within you. Uh -huh. So, um, so yeah, so this is a spiritual practice that I teach. I love it. Um, and it's something that, you know, can be taken in little pieces. And once you, once you own it for yourself, right. it's, it's life changing. 
right. really is. And is it in a group setting or one-on-one -on -one or both? It both. Anything. Okay. Yeah, I, I teach it Because some group people setting. might, their comfort level might be where they want the one-on-one, -on -one, just so they point. can open up a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I actually, I'm going to launch a program in January that's going to be online oh, so okay. that you can, it, it is in a group, but you can turn your video off and you can be by yourself okay. doing the practice. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also teach it in person here in Tucson, in-person classes. And I always bring in Shakti Yoga to my retreats as well. Oh, fantastic. So January what? <laughs> I don't have the exact date Oh, okay. Yet. But people can visit yes. wildrosewomanphotography.com. Yeah, they can also visit vanessawingeraf.com. I have okay. another website. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, okay. and it'll be all over my Instagram as well. Love Four it. weeks of feminine fire. Ooh, <laughs> I like that a Thank lot. You. Wow. Yeah. So with your photography, like I was saying, there's just this, you know, warmth and power and just, you know, very, very grounded, very, yeah, goddess power. What do you do to help uh, your clients, you know, relax at that initial mm. moment? Because I would imagine it'd be something like going to a nude beach where the first 30 seconds you're a little awkward, but then once you're like, ah, everybody's different and everybody's just fine. Then you relax and everything's cool. Is that how it is? Or do you have some tips? What do you do um, to relax? Them well, first of all, not, not everybody wants to get naked in the photos and that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. um, but I find that the way it works best is actually in a group setting, which might sound really? kind of uh, yeah, counterintuitive. So yeah. like you're saying, like going to a nude beach, like, yeah, you might feel, you might feel a little self-conscious for the first half an hour, yeah. but then you just, you're just like, oh, everyone has a body and you just, yeah. you just do it. And so the same is true for like my women's circles and my retreats. Like we do a Shakti yoga practice to loosen up the body and to drop into Shakti. Okay. We also do a little bit of sharing so that we just can like speak our voices yeah. into the space. And then everybody goes off and has their own like movement experience. Okay. And that's when you feel so ready to be witnessed and oh. photographed and maybe to take your clothes off at some point or not. Right. And I just did a, a fire dance circle last Ooh. Friday. And, you know, like I told, I told everybody like, yeah, this is clothing optional event. Right. And I didn't know what would, I didn't know if I'd be the only one <laughs> taking stuff off, but then, you know, and I think everybody kind of took it in their, at their own pace, but the power of the group, I think really made everyone feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, so I actually think that in a group is really the best way. Cause like as women, we are relational and communal. Right. And um, even if you feel a little bit self-conscious, like there's just this energy that takes over and that exactly. really holds you. you know? Exactly. Yeah. My oldest daughter went to South Korea by herself for her 23rd birthday, which wow. I thought was amazing. And one of the things she did was went to a Korean bathhouse. And when you first show up, it's all the men and women, and everyone is given these identical cotton T-shirts and shorts, and mm -hmm. everyone's just kind of walking around doing the sauna, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then they separate you into the men and the women, and then you take off your clothes. And she said, same thing. Like that first couple of minutes, she was like, wow, I haven't seen this many, you know, bosom in my yeah. entire life, and here they all are. And, <laughs> and even just the cultural differences is, as far as like grooming and that sort of thing she said it was like what she wasn't used to seeing but at the same time she was like once i kind of like opened up to it she's like it was really cool yeah. and i was so glad i was there and you know she was a whole foot taller than most of the people there <laughs> she's this you know five foot ten you know mm -hmm. lovely young woman and, and she said at first it was a little awkward but then i really kind of 
embraced it yeah, and loved it. So I, it's the same thing. I think it's actually really a natural state for us to be in, yeah. to be naked with other women right. or and, and men too, like to be this bathing culture we don't really have in the US. Right, right. But there's a reason it exists in exactly. so many other countries. Like being being yeah, returning to your natural state right. in like with the safety of others. Exactly. It really it's something that like our ancestors would have done on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So it feels really yeah, mm -hmm. it feels really good. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Exactly. So tell me more. Tell me you've talked a little bit about the catalyst of what got this going. Um, along the way, who have you been your best supporters or who would you say would be say your mentors? Tell mm. me more about that. Well, you know, I've been thinking about this actually since I heard one of your other episodes. Mm -hmm. Flex Jurassic yeah. and I I honestly don't in terms of the photography right I have I've actually felt pretty alone with it okay to be and honest. that's okay you don't need I to have, have amazing it. supporters in my in my life right friends and family and people who have encouraged me along the way um but it, when it comes to this type of photography I, I yeah I felt really like I'm I have to do it alone mm. and because I've had criticisms from you know family members who think that my work is quote-unquote pornographic it's oh, really not right. <laughs> um I've I've had you know I've had difficult conversations with people in my family about like what it means for me to right. be nude so on Instagram and stuff like that personal journey right. so it feels you know and like the women who I photograph are so brave mm -hmm. because they don't have models either. Mm -hmm. They don't have photos of their mothers like right. this, most of them, right. or their grandmothers. And it, 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 it's something that you have to be really brave to step into and do. Mm -hmm. And I feel, I, I actually feel kind of alone. In terms of birth photography, though, I definitely have had mentors. I worked with Nicole Hammack, who's a birth photographer up in Utah. Okay. Um, and so, like, having photographer friends is really great. Um, Especially because there's so much to learn. So yeah, so say, much to learn. You know, and like, how did you get that in focus when that was, you know, that sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, having people you, you can reach out to and ask those questions. But when it comes to, like, what I do, like, there's very few mm -hmm. that I know of yeah. who are doing it. So I really feel like I have to just rely on myself, right? which can be lonely. Right? Yeah, I bet it can be. Yeah. But also empowering. Like, I'm yes. doing it. I'm doing yes. it. Regardless of to, yeah, what feedback I get, this claim is what myself. I'm called. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's what you're called to do. So since uh, your photos predominantly are nudes, how do you get around that as far as showing them on, say, social media without yeah, them getting I mean, taken down? I blur out nipples. And Isn't that bizarre? If there was a man there without a shirt, yeah, men no photos of topless men are allowed. Yeah. Um, but even when I blur the nipples, sometimes they get flagged, which mm. means that like they won't be shown to anyone other than my followers. Okay. So I mean, whatever. Like, right, right. Instagram is not like the best place right. for for this type of work. So, sure. I, yeah, like I have I've thought about like, oh, should I start? Patreon for like mm. the like the full you know the full photos sometimes I put them in my emails and I like mm -hmm. yeah like I think I sent out one recently that was like steamy photos inside you know <laughs> yeah. yeah and I got I got a couple of people wrote back to me like wow like this is so brave like thank you for for doing this mm -hmm. so I mean yeah like that's something I haven't quite figured out um there is 
I'm sure you're aware there's a Tucson erotic art show mm -hmm. here in town that I had two pieces in last year. And that felt really good. It was actually the first time I saw something of mine hanging on a wall. Wow. And people were there. And it was actually like the most, one of the most vanilla things at the show. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow. I was, it made me feel really good, even right. though I don't necessarily consider my art erotic. But to have a place yes, where people were actually exactly. excited. Yeah, and that's been around a long time because I went to it one time and I have to say it was at least 10 years ago, if not more like yeah, 15. It was it a long I think it has been around for a while. Because yeah. a friend of a friend had some work there mm -hmm. and that's when we went. And yeah. I remember seeing some things where I was like, look at that. Yeah. But but it's cool. It's cool. Why not? It's you so know? amazing. Yeah. To each their own. To and, have that here in yeah, town for and local anything artists. Goes. Exactly. How do people contact you if they look at your photos and they say, yes, I want that too. How should they contact you? Yeah, I mean, send me a DM on Instagram. Um, go to my website, fill out my contact form. Okay. Um, yeah, send me an email, Vanessa at wildroseproject.com. Um, if you see me in town, please come up to me. Yeah. I love running into people who are like, oh, I've been following you. And it feels really good to like meet people who right. I think for a lot of people, like, yeah, they watch for a while before sure. they're like, oh, I'm ready. And I, a lot of times the women who I photograph, they know me already. They come to my women's right. circles or they've been to a retreat. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and Which helps. They're already comfortable yeah. with you. They know you're legit. And, and I've worked with women who are like, we're meeting for the first time mm -hmm. at the photo shoot. And that's amazing too. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that the element of safety, it was really helped really right. helps for like this type of work exactly yeah now do you know what most people do with the photos once you take them like are they hanging in their living room or in their closet or, or do they just question. keep them away until they're 80 to look at Ugh. and be like look at how gorgeous i was that, yeah that is such a good question and honestly like i would love to see more of these photos actually being printed out mm -hmm. right that's <laughs> why i asked yeah, what do you do with it like in yeah. your closet or mm -hmm. something i don't even have I have I have the photo that was in the Tucson Erotic Art Show last year. I have that hanging in my office. It's not of me. It's of a friend. Right. Um, but I printed some out of me. I was like, I need to practice what I preach. I need to get a, one of my names right. up on my bedroom or right. something. I think it's, yeah, I think it's edgy for people. I think like with birth photography, right. um, I will often hear from former clients that like they look at the photos on their child's birthday. Oh, and it's like yeah. this really beautiful way to celebrate Definitely. and to re-experience and to show their children like this is what it was like. Exactly. Um, some women use the photos for their own businesses. Okay. Which is really great. Like on their own materials, like if they're advertising something, they'll put one of their photos. Okay. Yeah. And I think for some women, it's really just about that moment of mm -hmm. receiving the photos in the email and looking at them and being yeah. like, wow, like I took photos of my best friend from high school. Like kind of last minute, like we didn't even really plan it. And she looked at them and she was like, wow, like this is, this is not what I expected. Looking at these is so different than looking in a mirror. Yeah. Uh, it's seeing different parts of myself reflected back. I had right. another friend who I photographed who was kind of like, wow, what I'm seeing is how unwell I am. Oh. And she's seeing something reflected back that is different than her own experience of herself inside her head. Sure. So well, a lot of people have body dysmorphia yeah, to some degree or another. I mean, and it's just, you know, like seeing yourself through a camera lens or seeing yourself through an artist's eye mm -hmm. is 
is a different it's it's just a really different experience than like just walking throughout your day in mm-hmm. your own totally body. different perspective and so i would yeah i would love that you asked that and i really would love see more of my clients printing out these photos yeah. and hanging them up or at least like having it just for themselves right and i need to do that too exactly <laughs> i know yeah, i'm thinking this is a long time ago because i've been married 25 years and i believe it was when we were just dating or maybe newly married but i've these gorgeous black and white photos that my husband took when we were out at uh, white sands new mexico Ooh, nice. so if you can imagine those gorgeous sand dunes with the sharp peaks mm. and then you know, here's my naked body, but in a very, very tasteful way. Good for you. And he's a great photographer. And just with the lighting and everything, it's this beautiful photo. And it's in a box in my closet in my garage. <laughs> and it's not like I'm going to put it in my living room, like, welcome to our household. <laughs> Look at how hot I was. But, yeah. no, but, but at the same time, so like, I'm really happy that I have that just because already, you know, 25 years later, my body's changed quite a bit and it's still very strong, but very different. Yeah. And it, it's just kind of cool to see that stage of life captured yes. in that way. Yeah. Even if you don't hang it up, like just having it and then looking back on it, even if it's just a year later, like mm-hmm. it really, it, yeah, it's really a celebration of who you were and Definitely. who you become. Definitely. And I even have one of those um, paper mache casts of my very pregnant nice. belly I, I don't know if it was my first or second i think it was my second pregnancy yeah it was because it was here it's at this house so it had to have been the second one but it's this really cool bust with my big old boobs yeah. and my big old belly you know but i love it the same thing it's back in our garage at the top of a closet but same thing it's like what am i going to do with it yeah. i was thinking i should decoupage it with photos of you know that child That's or something like idea. that make yeah. a sculpture out of it right yeah. exactly but then what you know anyway <laughs> but I it's know. still like i love having it i'm not going to put it in the recycle bin yeah. That's for sure so it's i just love having those um tangible whether it's a photograph a sculpture whatever just that little capture of that moment in time because life moves by so quickly and yeah. you're going to think you remembered how everything was but right. if you don't capture it you forget yeah especially sometimes. with our bodies yeah. yeah exactly because we are yeah we're so like you know we move through our lives mostly like intellectually mm-hmm. so having yeah having a record i love that you are offering this service for people and it's interesting because it, it's such this for me personally i find it such a dichotomy because our, our body in one way is you know just our shell. That's not us. Our, what is our uh, our true being is our inner spirit. Yet, we are connected to the shell. And so we do need to love and embrace our shell because it's yeah. the one we have for this life at least. And so even though in, in some ways, I feel that you shouldn't put too much importance on your shell, at the same time, you really need to love it and treat yeah. it well. And so your photos, I feel really uh you know encapsulate that where not only are you picking up the person's beautiful body but somehow you're capturing their spirit and their essence too thank you yeah yes. that's what i see at least i mean there's depth to it there's thank character you yes photos. yeah i really believe that as women especially but all of us like yeah, we do need to be more embodied like we need mm. to reclaim our bodies as part of our, our identity, mm-hmm. you know, um, exactly. that's why I do this work. Yeah. Right. 
What else do you want to share today before we wrap it up? Let's see. Let's repeat wildrosewomanphotography.com again mm -hmm. on Instagram, Vanessa.wingerath, which is W-I-N-G-E-R-A-T-H. And you mentioned another website too. VanessaWingerath.com. Easy, yeah. easy. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? What, what would you like to say maybe to a listener who thinks, oh my gosh, I would never want to take a photo of my naked body like that mm, yeah or, not that they have to but just what would you say if if the reasoning for not doing it was because they didn't feel their body was say worthy of being photographed mm, yeah that's a great point um i would say that everyone is worthy of being photographed everyone i think for women it, it can, it's, it's helpful to think about it in terms of like when your great grandchildren or your grandchildren, like when you're gone, it is still going to be really important mm -hmm. for your descendants mm -hmm. to know who you were because mm -hmm. that helps them understand who they are and it helps them understand right. their lineage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as moms often, like it's just very common to, for us to like delete photos that we don't like. I know. Like, you know, like send a photo My of fortunes. just kids. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like to come up with all these reasons why, you know, we shouldn't be yeah. photographed. Right. Or, which Standing is, behind which the kids. Which I understand. You know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's really like ingrained in us that like if we're not perfect, then we don't, then we don't have the right to be like photographed mm -hmm. or, or to be even have the worth or to be shown. Mm -hmm. So I would just say like, get curious about that like instinct that like knee jerk like oh no 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 not me mm -hmm. because then what are you leaving behind exactly and what and it's not just about like the actual photo it's like what parts of you are have you like not checked in with in a, in a mm -hmm. while you know mm -hmm. it's not just about like should i get some naked photos it's like okay but should i maybe like just acknowledge my body? Should mm -hmm. I take care of my body? Should mm -hmm. I, should I get curious about what's in my womb space? Exactly. Um, so does that answer? I question? think that's a really good answer. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I have all these other offerings besides just the photography because photography is not for everyone. Sure. Um, but like joining a group class or a group retreat or a women's circle and just like being seen in your fullness, whatever that means. Right. Can really be life-changing. I agree. That's so cool. And I, I'm so happy that you have one coming up in January. And it, I'm just, I want to circle back once more because while you were talking about the, you know, reasons why someone maybe should consider the photography, even if that doesn't really seem like their thing at, at first, what you said before about how your perspective of seeing someone is so different than how they see themselves, I think that could be really valuable for someone to see themselves through your eyes because it could really alter their own self-esteem. Like, oh, wow, I actually am really beautiful. Look, yes. how did I not know? It's just like, you know, 20 years ago when we thought we were fat, when we were not fat at all. <laughs> and then so it's yeah. the same thing. It's like, we're perfect just I how actually, we are. Yeah, and you have to you have to capture those moments. I, I was funny, my mom actually sent me a photo of herself in her like mid forties recently. And she was like, and she wrote, I had no idea how young I was. <laughs> I love it. I and love it's it. just, you know, it, it's yeah, so true. It, it's like, remember, like, 
that like, yeah, this moment is always going to be the before moment of something yes. or it's going to be the younger moment or the, <laughs> or it's going to be like the more naive or the less mature, or it's going to be like yeah. before this happened, or right. you know, or, yes. or it's going to be like, Oh, I, I look back. That's when I really started to take care of myself or that's when I really yeah. started to step into my power. And yeah, like doc, nobody else is going to document your journey. Like right. if you don't. Right. So. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, let's end on that note. Okay. I really enjoyed talking to you, Vanessa, and I love the work that you're doing. So keep it up. And hopefully now that you've been in Tucson for a little bit, it's one of those towns where the word of mouth really is powerful yes. because everyone's connected one or two degrees of true, separation. True. So, yeah. And hopefully this podcast will get the word out there too. Thank if someone listening, you're welcome. If someone listening would like to be a guest, go ahead and shoot me an email at heather at wanderandmuse.world. And uh, there's a tip cup at the bottom of my website, wanderandmuse.world. And if you enjoy listening, or if you've gotten work from being a guest or something like that, throw a little something in my tip cup. I'd really be grateful. And leaving a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts would be huge for me too. Thank you so much for listening. Go out and create something today.